the sun shine on the water so fine see the waves fall don't you know the wind's offshore don't you think it's time to raise a toast to the crafty beers of the sunshine coast yeah crafty beers hello stout sadder slager lovers and ale aficionados i'm paul taylor and i'm in pursuit of hoppiness i think i'm getting closer to finding it the sunshine coast is in a craft beer purple patch where the craft beer capital of australia And while there's expansion galore going on with some of our breweries, they do come in all shapes and sizes. There is something literally for everyone. This episode is a chat with Matt Wilson, the owner and brewer of Moffat Beach Brewing Company. From little things, big things grow. That's an apt title for this one. From a pretty small space at Moffat Beach, home to a dramatic right-hand point break a couple of k's north of Caloundra, Matt and his wife Sharon, who had no brewing experience at all, started beer brewing. And oh, didn't they do it well. The awards have been flowing as fast as the beer that they brew, so much so that they've expanded and now have a second big brewery that's adorned with magnificent local artwork at the entrance to Caloundra. We talk about awards and art during this conversation. I like this one. It's a beauty. And the beer we drink, well, that is very good as well. Matt's a straight-talking bloke who knows what he wants, and he and I are in pursuit of hoppiness. So where are you from? Uh, I was born in Canada. Yep. Canada. Canada, yeah. yes. Where you drank, where everybody would have drunk. You. Right. That's it. Pretty much. Two years old. Two years old, yep. My old man was a local stock and station agent there. Oh, yeah. Like with one of the big ones? Uh, no, he, he had his own uh, little ah, operation. Yeah. So he would have liked to drink. He still does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all, all my family's in Newcastle now. Right. Oh. Yeah. Barrack for Newcastle. I do, yes. Which is not real flash at the moment. Matt, let's start with the beer. Let's start with the beer. You've brought a couple along. What have you brought along? Uh, we've brought our summer ale. Yeah. Which I, I designed this beer to, to enjoy in the Queensland climate. It's sort of easy drinking, refreshing, light bodied, but it's got an elevated um, hot profile. So plenty of flavour in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wanted to, to design a beer that is perfect for uh, just watching the waves roll in, basically. But I didn't want to have a, an insipid, flavourless lager. So I'm I'm saying. Uh, uh, my wife would like this. I don't know. Just what you've said, I reckon my wife would like this. Yeah, there's a fair bit of hoppiness to it. It's quite fruity. All right. Um, my, my wife describes the beer she likes as a beer. Yeah. And I say, they're all beers. What do you mean? She's, and she says, you know, a, a beer. Yeah. A beer. I want a beer. I don't want a beer that's different to the beers I'm used to drinking. Yeah. It's not like a um, like a mainstream beer at all. Right. It's got, it's got plenty of flavour. Okay. Matt from um, Moffa Beach Brewing, let's crack a beer, please, and start this podcast officially. <laughs> is that is that a part of the design feature, making that sound so I, I, good? I, my kids, we always have a laugh. I say to them, that's the best sound in the world. So, <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, 12 and 10. I'm sure the 10-year-old probably thinks a fart is the best sound in the world. Yeah, she she can rip a couple too, just quietly. <laughs> Listen to that. Now, cheers to you. Cheers, Paul. Um, that really looks like a great 
Sunshine Coast beer. It's the yeah. colour of the sun, isn't it? It is, it is. So, yeah, stick your nose in there and you can really smell those hops. Oh, yeah. And do you, do you do it like a like a wine knob used to do it in the in the nineteen seventies? Do you if you swell we don't, we don't spit it out. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, it, it's swirling it around, it sort of releasing absolutely. some it releases stuff. Releases the flavour, uh, the aromas and, yeah. and flavours and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. The aroma is a massive part of the, the it, tasting of it. Is temperature important in a beer that you drink it at? Yeah, a lot. Look, I'm a, I'm a typical Australian. I like to drink it cold. Yep. Um, it does but seem to as co- the beer warms up, some of those flavors will sort of open up a bit. More. It does seem to close down a lot of the flavors yep. and the smell too, if it's really yes. cold. But I do love a cold beer. I, 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 I do too. So you now you, you've just cracked that, and that's like a bought one. You know, that's yep. just unbelievable. And you, I reckon, you're probably going to describe yourself throughout this interview as sort of a home brewer that's got big. That's more than home. That that. How do you go? What got you started in this venture? Look, my wife and I moved up from Sydney to the Sunshine Coast in 2012. We were both working in financial markets. Sharon had just gone back to work after being on maternity leave pretty much for two years. So she was only doing a couple of days a week. I got made redundant from my role and she was pretty keen to get out of Sydney and not bring up the kids in Sydney. Yeah. And that was her chance to get me out of there, basically. We found a little place that was for sale on the beach at Moffat Beach. Neither of us had really much hospitality experience. We flew up, had a look at the place, and we just thought we'd have a crack. So it started out as a cafe restaurant. Yeah. Um, but we thought there was nowhere to get a beer at Moffat Beach at that stage, and yep. that was our sort of light bulb moment. We begged, borrowed, and stole, put a tap system in. We put in craft beer because yep. we thought, you know, you can go to Arbor or the Surf Club and get a Forex. So yep. we just wanted a point of difference, and I enjoyed drinking it. And, yeah, I, I started brewing at home yep. to educate myself on what it was that I was actually selling. Back there or up here? Up here. Yeah. So where were you living? At Moffat Beach. Right. And it overtook Garage. Right. And then it became a pretty big <laughs> obsession. And then um, Sharon just said, look, the beers are tasting pretty good. Maybe we look at putting a little brewery in the in the cafe and there was a little dead spot up the uh, back where no one sat because yep. everyone wants to look at the ocean. Yep. And we put it in and... That's sort of how it kicked off. My goodness. My goodness. Yeah. How long a period did that take? So we opened the cafe in 2012 yep. and the system went in in 2015. Um, unbelievable. And why did you choose Moffat Beach? Because, well, why did you choose the Sunshine Coast? Was there any reason that you decided, right, the sunny coast, okay, this little beautiful pocket, like I'm a Calandra boy, yep. this little beautiful pocket called Moffat Beach. Why did you focus in on the sunny coast and Moffat's? Um, Moffat Beach. I think it picked us. I'd never really? even heard of Moffat Beach before. Yeah. Sunshine Coast, Sharon had been here quite a bit on holidays. In a previous life, I was in the military. I mean, I knew a few blokes from the Sunshine Coast and we'd come and visit a few times. It was just a fantastic spot. So Shaz just wanted out of Sydney. She found the spot and it, it picked us pretty much. So, yeah, here we are. I see your military life isn't fully behind you. No. That's some keen moustache you've got there. <laughs> I didn't actually have a mo when I was in the army, but um, you, you should have. <laughs> so you so you opened a cafe without any hospitality experience whatsoever in 2012. Yep. Three years later, you are confident enough to put your home brew into that cafe and sell it amongst other professional stuff that's going in there. Yep, and to be honest, it took me a little while to dial the system in. 
you know, the beers were probably a little bit, um, how would we say? Sketchy. Sketchy. Not con- not consistent. Yeah. It, what I struggled with was scaling up from a 30-litre system at home yeah. going to 300 litres. Yep. It wasn't just a, a linear calculation. Yeah. The, the equipment was a lot more efficient at extracting hot bitterness and, and whatnot. Right. So it really did take me uh, probably six months to... Um, dial it in, but my wife said, look, you're not allowed to drink anything else until you're happy with it. And um, it made me it made me sort it out pretty quick. Were you so did you did you brew and taste a couple of ordinary beers at the yeah. start? Yeah, the first one was like paint stripper. <laughs> <laughs> we we put we put about two batches down the drain. I probably should have put about thirty down the drain. Is that but, right? Um, look we we're pretty happy with how it is um, now. We the first thing that we did was enter some beers in some competitions, mainly for the feedback because it's unfiltered feedback. Oh, so yeah, right the, the judges, you know, give you feedback on each beer that's entered. They taste it in a blind setting, so yep. they don't know where the beers come from. Uh-huh. And it wasn't my mates telling me how beer was and then going around the corner <laughs> and just going, geez, that's pretty cool. Um, it was unfiltered feedback, and they picked up some faults in every single beer, and it was that that – Feedback was really invaluable to me. So, yeah, so 2016, we entered our beers into the national awards for the first time. Yep. Got some pretty brutal feedback from those guys. <laughs> yes, they, um, they weren't your friends, right? They weren't my mates. And, yeah, I, 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 I took that information and went to work and improved the beers. And then in 2018, um, and brewing on that little kit, we, we picked up Champion Small Brewery in Australia and Champion Session Beers, which was – Amazing for us. It's incredible. Yeah. It's more than amazing. There, uh, I think right now there are about 800, some, somewhere between six and 800. Something like that, yeah. Craft brewers in Australia. Back then in when, 2018? There would have been almost half that. There would have been six, five, five or 600. And you get champion. Yeah, we were we were pretty stoked. From Little Old Moffa Beach. And brewed on that. Tiny little system, which we still brew on. We brewed on it yesterday. Maybe it's the view. Maybe. That inspires you. Just having a look here at these awards. So so this podcast is called In Pursuit of Hoppiness. Uh, I've been deep diving into craft brewing for a month or more now. Yep. I've never seen more awards than you. You have so many awards. It's incredible. Yeah, we'd probably be up there with one of the most awarded breweries in Australia. That is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, it's one of those things where I know you're you you know you're told all your life to be modest, aren't you, and not yeah. brag. But you couldn't help bragging about that. Well, we've you go to the new big place, we've got a bench with all the trophies on it. <laughs> yeah, so you're not too <laughs> modest. I'm just flicking through pages and pages here of your championships. 2022 champion small Australian brewery. 2022 champion small medium brewery. Rural a Royal Queensland Beer Awards. It's the Indies. Last year, independent small medium brewer. It goes on and on and on. Uh, a gold medal in the Australian Independent Brewery Awards. Yep. Where does it stop? What happens with, is there a pressure on you now to keep the Sunshine Coast right up there with these awards? Um, look, I, I don't know. It's, it's good getting some pretty good feedback from the judges now. Yeah, so, right. Um, but, yeah, it makes our sales rep's job a little bit easier because he can just go in there and go, yep, this is champion beer. 
Rah, rah, rah. So, um, so are you canning yourself now? Are you getting yeah, a can? Yeah, we've got our own canning line. Okay. So, yeah, after we won Champion Small Brewery at the Indies in 2018, yep. uh, we, we just kept selling out of the beer. We, we had to keep buying beer in to fill our own taps at Moffat Beach. So we thought, okay, we've got a few runs on the board now. Let's maybe look at going a bit bigger. Yep. If it doesn't work out, at least we've got one client we can sell the beer to, which was us. Yes. <laughs> um, so Sharon and I went to China in two thousand at the end of 2018, massive big expo over there called CBB, which is the China Beverage and Brewing Expo. Yeah. It was sensory overload. It was, right. Um, I came back there with 4,000 new Facebook friends. <laughs> but we, um, we just thought that, you know, China's got a, for, for right or wrong, got a reputation for maybe some producing some subpar equipment. Oh, yeah. So we just thought we'd go over there and get feet on the ground, eyes on. and What, the right price though, right? Is that what you're getting? Uh, so no, cheap gear, but, but the, the right, right price. price. But two, we just wanted to make sure we're getting the right equipment quality-wise. Yeah. And we came back there, probably came back from there, happy to get a quote from about five manufacturers. Yep. And one of them was Tiantai. And the reason we went with them was because they hit that sweet spot in price and quality. Yeah. And they'd done about... At that stage, probably about 30 or f- between 30 and 50 breweries in Australia, two of them on the Sunshine Coast, your mates and Tentos. So yes. we felt confident they weren't going to take the loot and do the runner. Yeah. Because it is quite daunting sending a fair amount of money. So, what are you overseas. talking about? Firstly, what are you buying? What first? So, get the tech heads all excited. Yep. Give um, us some specs. So, we bought um, it, what we've got is a four vessel. Brewery, so yep. uh, mash tun, lauder tun, kettle, and a whirlpool, but also the fermentation tanks. Yes. Um, so it's a two thousand liter system, and we've got. Um, capa- I think last year we we brewed two hundred and fifty thousand liters of beer, so we're probably looking to double that this year. So um, that's brewing a hundred, hundred and fifty times a year, something like that. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty busy. Um, so how long does it take from when you put stuff in at this end? And can it at the other end? How uh, long does that take? From grain to glass, it takes us about three weeks. Okay. Um, the boys at um, Your Mates and Tentos are doing it a little bit quicker because they've got uh, equipment, which is a, a centrifuge, which yes. could just speed that up. Um, I won't bore you with the technical. Your Mates and Tentos being other great Sunshine Coast yep. brewers who are, are, were, were some of the early partakers of this stuff too, weren't they? They were, they were on board nice and early, as maybe as early as anyone. You yep. guys, them, were um, probably the early starters. Yeah, of this. I think. Um, on the sunny coast. We were, you've, you've got Sunshine Coast Brewery, which has of been course. around forever, yeah. forever. I think 25 years or something. Yeah. We were the second one to put in physical equipment. Yeah. Um, the boys at. Your mates were doing what's called um, contract brewing, so they were getting they had their recipes and they were getting someone to make the beer for them. Oh right, eh? But then it just exploded. Yeah. Um, I think there's twenty plus on the coast now. Yeah, it's unbelievable, really unbelievable. So when you decided you're going with this brewery from China, yep. what do you do? Order it? You, what you send your your pocket full of money over, and it's a Pretty daunting much. amount of money. You're telling yeah, me it's yeah, how it, daunting? It, it, it was pretty. <laughs> I think we almost vomited when we did the. <laughs> Transaction, but um, <laughs> they have been awesome to work with as well. You know, okay. they, they they sent the gear out. It's awesome quality. So who puts it together? Well, they were supposed to come out and and do it. Yeah, but of course, we know what's happened in the world. Oh right, oh the the pandemic. Yeah, so um, <laughs> what, what? they weren't allowed in the country. So they <laughs> what the, the gear was in the country. Yeah, well, it actually was ninety percent finished in China yes. before 
before the pandemic hit and then it hit there first, yes. of course, and then they got shut down. So we had to wait quite a while to finish it. Yeah. It added probably six months to the project. Anyway, they got it done. They sent it out, but it was, uh, sorry, Mr. Wilson, we can't come out and put it together and commission it for you. So, um, yeah, I had to do it, which was, um, it was Ikea Olympics. <laughs> Had you done anything like that no. before in your life? No. I was, um, like, I'm no tradie. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of half handy, but follow the bouncing ball. But the funny thing was there was no instructions. and um, <laughs> They were wife, in Chinese. There, there was nothing. And my <laughs> wife just sent them, and they were really good. Like, um, we were just on WhatsApp or whatever and messaging, and, and they would come back in broken English and sort of, <sighs> Help out. Um, but this yeah. is your future. This is yeah, uh, this is. Chance, there doesn't seem to be an instruction manual. They said no manual. We send photos. So they sent. It was two hundred and eighty-six photos. Oh wow! None of them labelled and oh, not in order. No, and it wouldn't. No. Um, the file was so big it wouldn't download onto my <laughs> iPad. So I'm walking around the shed with a laptop open with Rodney, who helped me put it together. Just going. There it is, and then we. Anyway, we, we got it done. It and was, you knew what it looked like at the end was, was basically Yeah, right. yeah, they, they said, like, there was heaps of photos. So yeah. we'd just scroll through and go, okay, this is what it is. And, and brewing is my my trade, basically. Yep. I yep. know how it's, you know, I know that that's a mash time, that's a lot of yes. time. That's, I, I know how it's supposed to yeah. go together. So, yeah. you know, we'd hit a couple of snags and, um, yeah, we took delivery of the equipment, I think, in August 2020. Yeah. And then we did our first brew on it in um, November. Okay. That year, so. And it worked? Yeah, worked. Yeah, pretty happy with the – it was a lot easier scaling up from 300 litres to 2,000 litres than what it was going from 30 litres at home to 300. So right. I, I was pretty able to get the beers bang on, tasting exactly the same straight away, which I was very happy about. I enjoyed that summer ale. Yep. How, why don't we crack something else? What have you got for us here as well? So we got the next one is our passenger pale ale. A passenger uh, pale ale. Nice alliteration. What? Why passenger? Oh, look, we we have a sort of a, a beer and music venue at Moffat Beach there, yeah. so we have live music on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there is a little bit of a music theme going through a few of the names. So passenger. Oh yeah. Powderfinger. Yeah, yeah. Um, Iggy know, Pop's got a good song and called Passenger. Iggy does as well. Yep. We do have another beer called Iggy Hop. Crafty beers. Are there any rights attached with that or anything? No, no. We we did get a um, cheers. Cheers. We did get a letter from um, Iggy's manager. Oh, really? Yep. Um, Oh, boy, that's good. Saying, do we have permission to use his um, image and likeness? Yes. Yes. And Iggy was okay with it, but the photographer of the label was not okay Is with it. Is that right? Yeah. So we changed the label, um, but we're able to keep the name of the um, the beer the same because Iggy's fine. He even said that he, if he's ever back down, he'll, he'll come in and have one. So How lovely is that? Yeah. What a great story. Uh, and and it's 5.2%. This one is, yeah. Step up from the summer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, passenger parallel, just a good, solid pale. Pretty much, yeah. I thought there was another reason you called a passenger, but I won't go there if you don't want to well, go there. Well, when I read this one, I actually designed in my garage at home. Yeah. Um, and originally it was about 6%. But yes. We pulled it back down to 52 Yes, yeah. And, yeah, after you have one, you're a passenger. So. <laughs> it tastes good. Yeah. Really is, good. This is probably what I reach for oh, after work. No wonder. Yeah. So 
One of the things I've found in common, you maybe not so much, but one of the things I've noticed with the brewers that I've interviewed, it's almost like they treat their brewery like uh, maybe a Meccano set from when they were kids or, you know, a a, a model train set, you know. They're often right into the mechanics behind making the beer as well. Yep. I'm probably not no. as technical yeah. as some of the guys. Is that a disadvantage or if something breaks, what what goes what happens? Oh, I, I'm I'm handy enough to right. have a crack at it myself. Okay. Um if not, I'll just call a tradesman in. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you mentioned that uh, you have it's more than just a brewery, it's a venue now as well. I've got a bit of a theory on that as well. There hasn't been a great change in Australian drinking culture. Yep. Maybe forever. Pubs were brought over in the style from England. Yep. So you had a small inn, a small pub, and pubs have remained that way in Australia ever since. In fact, many a pub you drink in, especially in the metro areas, yep. might be 100 years old, and they're still operating out of the same venue. Yeah. This, other than maybe drink driving when that came in and it changed the dynamic of those pubs a bit, yep. breweries in Australia now are really changing the dynamic of where one goes to have a drink in the community. Yeah, absolutely. I remember growing up as a kid mm. and we would go to the pub yeah. and um, sometimes my dad would leave me in the car at the front. <laughs> me too. wouldn't get away with that. No. Oh, but but I, I think probably the where the – and I love pubs, you know. I, yeah. I just, you know, there's nothing better than sitting in an old pub in, in Sydney or Newcastle or, or, or in London, wherever. And, having a cannery. And, yeah, and and having a, having a beer in an old pub. Yeah. But I – I think when the poker machines came in, it mm. really changed things. Oh yeah, yeah, um, clearly. And because we we don't have poker machines and we're not licensed to have them, and I think just the you can see the equipment in both of our venues. Yeah, it adds to the sort of theatre of it. Yeah, um, and it's just a different experience. And uh, they're very friendly as well. Yeah, and family friendly as yep. well. And the Sunshine Coast, everyone I've been to on the sunny coast has that same feeling, a modern, friendly environment, but it still seems to be the centre of the community. Yeah, and and I really do believe that I think in each town going forward, like we're going to have a brewery in every town, like there's a pub in every town. Yeah, Um, You know, you go to Dubbo, you go to Armidale, you know, you've got the Welder's Dog there. Yeah. Yaralla, which is a tiny little town. There's a there's a brewery there. You're going to see these brew pubs in each town. Well, as you said, like twenty odd on the the Sunshine yeah. Coast right now. It's just ready made for isn't it for where a football club can meet, where a fishing club can meet. Yeah. You know, you you go for a fish off the coast here, and then you go back to the brewery and you know celebrate. It's just the uh, centre of the community. And even like in the inner west in Sydney, they're all in walking. Yeah, so right. In walking distance of yeah. each other. You know, you don't even have to drive. Here on the coast, it's a little bit more spread out. Yeah. Um, but there's an awesome service. Josh from Sunshine Coast Craft Beer Tours, you can book a trip with him and go and see a few of them um, and not have to worry about the breath w- w- Was he important to you early on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he, he would bring customers in and um, we're, we're often the first stop yeah because um, we're at the southern end of the coast yeah um and some sometimes we're the last stop i probably prefer <laughs> to get them at the start than the finish but um, <laughs> um but we've had repeat business from yeah that, you know because yeah. people come in and enjoy the views and enjoy the, the the view and the venue and then come back and i'm sure that's the same for 
all of the breweries that he takes. Knowing your venue uh, and knowing Moffat Beach as I do, you were if if you were going to be a success as you are, you were going to grow out of that venue quite yeah. quickly, and yep. you have done that. Yep. What have you done? Yeah, as we spoke before, put in a production facility in Caloundra West. Originally, we wanted to go in in the little industrial area at Moffat Beach. Yep. And one of our customers, Michael, he had some land there and he offered to build a shed for us. But unfortunately, that that fell through through no fault of mine or, or his. Yep. He, he sort of sold the land and the sale fell through. And anyway, it, that didn't happen. And then we, yeah, so found a place on Caloundra Road. Yeah, great which, place. Which is really, it's not Moffat Beach, but it's still in Caloundra. Yep. And it's... Great access to for distribution. So yes, it's a short drive out to the Bruce Highway. Eighty percent of our business is in um, Brisbane. Is that that's right? Our, that's our biggest market. Yeah. So um, what's your can and tap uh, sales percentages? Uh, you know, um, I think it's around about probably seventy percent cans. Wow. And then the rest kegs. Yeah. Um, oh, kegs too. Yeah. Both of our venues are probably where our biggest client. Yes. Big kegs. Yes. Um, and then yeah, there's. Venues on the coast. We're in a couple of the surf clubs. Um, oh yeah, Mets on Kings at Caloundra. Uh, I've got got a tap there. Another spot um, with a great view. What a place yeah. to have lunch and a beer yeah. there. Beautiful. Um, uh, up at Coolum, we're on tap up there. Oh um, gosh, you keep Alex, naming the right places. Yeah, Alex Surf Club. have um, bought a couple of kegs. Another off one. Us, so, yep. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of little taps on the coast. Your new spot is very obvious, isn't it? If you're driving into Caloundra or out of Caloundra, yep. you've left Brisbane and you can't miss it. The artwork's fantastic too. A bloke called Stephen Bordenaro went Steve. to school with him. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's an awesome bloke. What yeah. a great artist. He's sensational. So Steve's, um, one of his sons used to work for us uh-huh. on the bar and then when it came time to sort of Putting that place in. Jazz the place up. up. Um, he was the first boat that I thought of. So um, Really impressive. If you haven't been there, it's basically the plant, isn't it? It's the it's the, the hot plant. The, yes, it is, yeah. And it's magnificent. Yeah, no, he's done a really good job. And inside, so we've got the, the tap system is an old shipping container. Yes. And he's painted uh, a mural on there of just hot plants and it's, yeah, it's awesome. It took him about eight weeks to do it. He did it all by freehand. It was amazing to watch him do it. If you're keen, he's got it. Uh, he's got an Instagram site there, and he's got a time lapse uh, yeah. of of him doing your shop, yeah, and it is a magnificent awesome. thing. Yeah. So where to now? You've expanded massively. You've won just about every award yeah. there is to win in Australia. I imagine that you're not at full production capacity at the site you're at. Where to next? Uh, we were. At- Oh, really? We've really? just put in some new tanks. Oh, so we're not at full capacity now. Yeah, we bought some new tanks. Um, put in, With um, instructions this time? Yeah, I know how that. The, the, the tanks are easy. <laughs> you just a, put them in and right. hook them up. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, but uh, we bought them off Torella, which is another great mm. local brewery. Yeah, um, sure. They were, uh, Brandt. Yeah, Brandt. Yeah, awesome bloke. Out at, uh, at, at North Arm North there Arm, with yeah, some animals, farm animals and things awesome like that. Awesome spot to go for. Another great um, Sunshine yeah, Coast brewery. The kids and pat some animals and have a beer. Yep. Super busy out there, which is awesome to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we bought some um, tanks off Brandt for whatever reason. He, he bought them in from overseas and wasn't able to use them yep. straight away. So um, we picked them up off him, put them in. So we're f- slowly filling them at the moment. So, okay. Yeah. Um, look, we're just going to try and um, keep selling a little bit more beer into Brisbane, probably creep down south a little bit uh-huh. more into um, sort of Sydney a little bit. We're selling a f- 
little bit into Melbourne. We're just trying to hit that eastern seaboard. So when you moved from Newca- from Sydney to yeah. Moffat Beach on the Sunshine Coast, did you imagine in under 10 years or around about that 10-year mark that you would be doing what you're doing now and as busy as you are now? No. Won't lie, the plan was always to do something yep. like this, but I'm showing it myself. We all, when we were living in Sydney, we used to go to Four Pines, which yep. is at Manly there, and we'd sit there and have a beer and go, how awesome would it be to do something like this? Yeah. But we didn't think that we would ever sort of do anything more than what we were doing at Moffat Beach. Right. Um, put in there was too small. Yes. And we outgrew it. So yes. it's just happened. What's for the future now? I will just keep cracking on. We've yeah. got some really good staff on. Craig Williams, who is our general manager, he did the classic uh, sea change thing. He came up from Melbourne. He was working for um, a brewery down there called Stomping Ground, and he was also the event director for the biggest beer festival in the Southern Hemisphere, which is Gab's, the great Australian beer spec. Tapular. Yeah, so he's come on board and he's been amazing. He's just put that little bit of polish and professionalism onto the business that um, Sharon and myself probably weren't um, capable of doing. Another case of a really talented person coming to the Sunshine Coast because it's the Sunshine Coast yep, yep. for no other reason. I've had enough of what I'm doing. Where do I want to go and I can do something else there? I'll go to the Sunshine Coast because it's beautiful and then I'll see what happens. Yeah, and look, Craig will be the first one to to admit that I, th- I think COVID forced his family to move here because yep. they were locked down and they were just sick of it. Yep. Anyway, that's one positive. To get yeah, oh, that's fantastic, yeah. Uh, Matt from Moffat Beach Brewing, thank you very much for shouting me a passenger pale ale and also a Moff Summer Ale, both of them beautiful. Cheers to you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for listening to In Pursuit of Hoppiness, made possible by Visit Sunshine Coast. If you want to learn more about the great craft breweries in our region, crack the top of the Visit Sunshine Coast website and look for Australia's craft beer capital. And if you want to listen to more episodes, you can get them there too.